Hi everybody, Johnny Mays here, and welcome to the podcast. Good to have you here on this day, as we're tick-tocking, tick-tocking, counting down uh, the days until the first of the year. This morning I want to talk about give and take. Quid pro quo. That's a term you've been hearing a lot lately. Amen? Quid pro quo. And uh, let's talk about that for a minute. What does it mean, quid pro quo? Well, it means a favor or advantage granted or expected in return for something. In other words, I give, you give, I take, and I give back to you. That's the idea. You're giving me something for something. Quid pro quo. And if you've been playing, paying any kind of attention at all in the news lately, chances are you've heard this Latin phrase uh, over and over. And it turns out that what began really as an eloquent way of describing a simple exchange of one thing for another has come to being something much more sinister you know, like a shakedown, a shakedown that's issued by a powerful person to someone less powerful, a proposal that feels much more like a threat than a deal. In other words, do this or else. But all politics aside, in our commodity culture in here in America, there are many exchanges of goods and services, as well as requests for gifts and the giving of gifts, have come to feel like that, like quid pro quo. So what I want to do this morning is make it very clear that God is nothing like that. God's love is not at all like that. God's love instead is a gift, listen to me, a gift poured out extravagantly and indiscriminately on everyone. Everyone can have God's love, the good and the bad, the deserving and the undeserving, the believers and the atheists, the wealthy and the poor, Immigrants and citizens, the generous and the stingy, the just and the unjust. Because you see, my friends, we can't earn God's love. It's always there in equal measure for everyone. All we have to do is open our hearts to it, receive it. You don't have to pay to play, as the saying goes. You don't have to give to receive, certainly not from God. You don't have to be good, quote unquote. You don't have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting. That's how it is with God's love. And then there is the rest of the world and much of life. 
As far as the world is concerned, from the natural order of things to the marketplace in our relationships, from our health to the well-being of the earth, from the vitality of our institutions to the size of our bank accounts, what we get out of it is a function of what we put in. It's called the natural cycle of reciprocity. Give and receive, sow and reap, take care of and enjoy, share and thrive. Well, I think that's a biblical principle. I think this is what Jesus meant when he said, seek first the things of God and everything else will work out. I think this is what Jesus meant when he said, give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. Now, with that said, this is in no way a quid pro quo, either the something for something kind of the you'd better do this or you won't get get kind of thing. No, what Jesus is simply describing the way of the world, the choice is yours. The choice is ours. And here's the choice. We can choose to be like the ancient Hebrews who, when invited by God to give of their talents and treasures for the building or even a temporary place of worship, they opened their hearts. In fact, they were excited to give their gold and silver and bronze and purple yarn and fine leather that they contributed more than was needed and finally had to be told to stop. We can be like the ancient Hebrews who, when invited to make contributions to support their priest and their families, gave so generously that the gifts were piled up in heaps. Uh, we can be like David who realized, even as he asked the people to give generously for the building of the temple, he realized two important things. First, that thing, that since all things come from God, their free will offerings was nothing more than a returning of part of the gift. And secondly, that it is a great honor and privilege to be able to give. How about that? How about that? What we have to give was given to us first anyway, was it not? So in our culture of gratitude, everyone knows that the gifts will follow the flow of reciprocity and flow back to you again. Have you practiced that? Have you practiced being a giver? Because I guarantee you, when you're being a giver, you're actually developing yourself as a receiver. This time, you give, and the next time, you receive. See, both the honor of giving and the humility of receiving are necessary halves of the equation. See, the grass in the ring is trodden down in a path from gratitude to reciprocity. Folks, listen to Brother Johnny. We dance in a circle, not in a line. What goes around, as they say, comes around. And today, I believe when you and I learn to be givers, it will be natural to understand God will make you a receiver. You will give as unto the Lord, and you will take as from the Lord. In fact, what you've given to the Lord is what you have to offer to the Lord. 
such as I have, give I thee. Today, it's a wonderful day and a wonderful opportunity as the new year comes around that perhaps you'll decide to make this resolution not to be so stingy, not to try to possess or to hold on to your life, but that you will decide to give your life and your time and your talent in your finances, to your fellowship where you attend church, to your neighbors and friends and family, and practice this great spiritual truth, this great spiritual truth of giving and taking. Not like the world's quid pro quo, but like God's promises that what you received freely, give freely. And if you do that, I believe what's going to follow is your heart is going to be filled with such joy and such peace and such gladness. And your church, too, will be filled with joy and gladness as we learn to release this great power of give and take. Today, I want you to feel blessed. I want your church to be blessed. I want you to be blessed. Miss Judy and I are truly are blessed. We're blessed in so, so many ways because we've learned this truth of sharing, of giving. And in doing so, we've seen a return upon our investment, so to speak, that's been multiplied many times, amen, in our home, in our ministry, in our family, because, see, God is good, and God is good all the time. Well, until next time, this is Brother Johnny saying thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. I try to do one every day, and uh, either a video cast or it's audio cast, Thank you for sharing it with your friends and family. And thank you for joining us through this entire year with your prayers. You've, so many of us sent prayers and asked for prayer. And so many of you have shared your finances and support with our ministry. And we do thank you with all of our hearts for that. So today, be filled with great joy. Be filled with God's goodness. Be filled with His Holy Spirit. Until the next time I see you, may God bless you, my friends.